Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You are welcome to Sunday School this morning. We are looking at lesson 13 of our Teen Zeal, and it's our first interactive session and quiz. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for how much we have been learning in our Sunday School classes. Lord, be glorified in the name of Jesus. As we go into our interactive session this morning, Holy Spirit of God, help us to recall all that you have, we have learned in Jesus' name and ultimately give us the grace to be a doer of God's word in Jesus' name. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. So it's our first interactive session and quiz, and we have had, we have had, um, we have had 10 topics. The first topic was what is love? Second, the God Almighty. The lesson three, God's love is unconditional. Lesson four, Jesus, the Son of God. Lesson five, Jesus' mission. Lesson six, Christ's expression of love. Lesson seven, the mercy of God. Lesson eight, the works of grace. Lesson nine, the love of the world. And lesson 10, Lesson 11, rather, one was, lesson 6 was revision. The importance of the love of Christ. Praise the Lord. So we have a lot of questions. And of course, I'll read out the questions and say the answers. But we want to encourage you to get the uh, PDF copy of this lesson so that you can have time to look at the questions and also the answers. Praise God. So what is love? Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. What are the four types of love mentioned in our zeal? We have the storge, the filial, heroes, and agape. The storge is love between siblings, and parents, and family. Filial is love between friends, like the type between David and Jonathan. Eros, love strictly between married couples. And agape is God's love to mankind. Number three, the love between parents and their children is called storage. Number four, what kind of love can we call the love between David and Jonathan in the Bible? That is a filial, affectionate love. Dash is the selfless love of mankind. That is agape, is the selfless, selfless love of mankind. Six, mention five of the attributes of love according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 8. Number one, love does not envy. Love is not boastful. Love is not proud. Love does not dishonor others. And love is not self-seeking. Praise God. Number six, what attributes of love do you want to see manifesting in your life? Well, it would be for me not being easily angered and keeping no records of wrong, both the written form or the one you keep in the mind. Praise God. We'll continue in our review questions and answer. Mention the names of God in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. There we saw Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and we saw the Almighty. Praise God. Two, what does almighty mean? What does almighty mean? Almighty means God who is unlimited in might, the all-powerful. Hallelujah. 
Number three, mention five of the attributes of the Almighty God from our manual. He's all powerful, he never changes, he's sovereign. Praise God. Four, there are so many situations that point to the almightiness of God in the Bible. Mention three. So many. So I just mentioned from my manual, the Abraham and Sarah's fruitfulness show the almightiness of God. Abraham was 100, remember? Rebecca, almost 100. Then Jesus and Peter walking on water. Then God's love to us shows his almightiness. Praise God. So in your opinion, number five, what is the difference between scientific inventions and miracles? So in my opinion, scientific invention is born out of God's inspiration to man. Man, when inspired, researches and invents a solution. That is scientific invention. But miracles, on the other hand, is God's instant intervention to bring about a solution to mankind or to man. Praise God. We continue with our review questions from lesson 3, 4, and 5. Quote Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It's one of our, we've, I've, we have had this Romans chapter 5, verse 8 as two memory verses, so it's important that you know it. But God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Praise God. List four characteristics of God's love. God's love is sacrificial. It is the same always, never changing. We can't be separated from his love. And God's love keeps no record of wrong. Number three, mention three attitudes that can hinder us from receiving God's love. Unbelief. You know, when we don't, when we don't believe his love and salvation, when we don't believe God's love and salvation, lack of faith, lack of faith, then when we allow our problems to overwhelm us, and when we hate our enemies, you know, we hate our enemies. Number four, does, en does God love everyone equally? Give reasons for your answer. Yes, I'll say God loves everyone equally, and it's also stated in our manner, because the grace of God that brings salvation is made available to all men. However, our response will determine how much of this love that we enjoy. Praise God. According to John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, who is Jesus? Jesus is the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Praise God. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 to 17, how did you voice from heaven describe Jesus? Jesus said, God said, this is my beloved son. So, Jesus was described as the beloved son, Jesus. Still looking at more questions from lesson 3, 4, and 5. Was Jesus existing at the beginning? Yes or no? Support your answer with an appropriate Bible verse. Yes, Jesus was in the beginning. We see that in John chapter 1, verse 1. He says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Praise God. We respond to God's love by believing in him and inviting him into our lives. True or false? Yes, true. We respond to his love when we believe God's love and when we invite God to be our Lord and Savior. Number three, 
Mention three names of Jesus that you have just come to know. Yes, for me, not like I'm hearing those names for the first time, but the names took on a new meaning for me. The first one would be head over all things to the church. That is seen in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22. You know, I know that Jesus is the head of the church, but being the head over all things to the church. Over all things to the church. You know, Christ is over all things to us as his church. Then the door, you know, is the door. It not only opens the door, it's also the door. Praise God. Then is the light. Is a light. Amen. According to Luke 19 verse 10, what is Jesus' mission to the lost? To seek and save the lost. Two missions, seek and save. To seek and save the lost. Number five, mission is an assignment that fulfills a purpose. True or false? Yes. Mention four of Jesus' mission given in our manual. First, according to Luke chapter 4 verse 18 to 21. If Jesus Christ came to seek and to save the lost, he has come to preach the gospel to the poor, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. We're looking at a question from lesson 7 to 11. The dash love of God is the love that puts others first, that is willing to lay down his life for the brethren. If we say agape, love your right, it is also the unfriend love of God. That is how it is written in lesson seven, the unfriend love of God. Mention four different ways Christ expressed his love to us. He raised the dead in love, he fed the hungry in love, he healed the sick in love, he interceded for his disciples in love. Amen. Number three, Christ's expression of love for the world cannot be fully tapped into except once gives Israel life to Christ. True or false? True, very true. Quote Psalm 85, Psalm 86, verse 5. For thou, Lord, art God, art good and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. For thou, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give four attributes of the mercy of God. God's mercy is unfailing. God's mercy is abundant. God's mercy is eternal. God's mercy preserves. Mention three things you, may, you must do to attract the mercy of God. Number one, you must give thanks continually for his mercy. You must be merciful to people you must stay connected to God. Hallelujah. So what does grace do for us according to the central truth of the lesson? Grace keeps us holy and walking in righteousness. Amen. According to Titus chapter 2, verse 11 to 12, mention three things the grace of God teaches us to do. The grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness. It teaches us to deny worldly loss teaches us to live soberly, to live righteously, and to, to live by faith. Praise God. What does it mean to love the world? To love the world is to hold other things 
in high esteem instead of subjecting it to the word of God. To love the word is, to, is to prioritize the things of the word, the system and lifestyle above God and his commandments. Mention the three expressions of the love of the word. We have the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. State two reasons why we must not love the world. Number one, we cannot love God and the world together. No, we cannot love God and mammon. Number two, the world and the things in the world and its values are temporal. And they are temporal and they will be destroyed. Number five, according to Romans chapter 5, verse 8 to 15, mention three attributes of the love of God. His love is expressed. He expressed his love to us before we knew him. He, we are justified by his love. We are saved by his love. Last question. Say three importance of the love of God. It is agape. It helps us to love God. It helps us to love others. Praise the Lord. I want you to please take time to go over these questions and the answers so that you know we get to keep the word of god in our heart the psalmist says that word have i it hidden in my heart so that i will not sin against you let us learn our memory verses too they are very important because that is the weapon that we have as a believer praise god so we're going to pray this morning concerning all that we have been learning we are going to pray. Father, we have learned so much in the last 12 weeks. Pray today that God will help you to hide this word in his heart in the mighty name of Jesus and to be, to be a doer of his word. Father, this morning, God, we pray that you help our teenagers to hide your word in their hearts in the mighty name of Jesus and help them to be a doer of your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, to go all out, to do your will in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, this morning we pray that none of this word that we have heard we stand against us on the day of judgment in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, help us to understand the scripture when we pick up the Bible to read. Help us to understand in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the light of the word of God flood our spirits, flood our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to live a life that is worthy of our calling as a believer in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we want to thank you. We commit the next quarter into your hands. Take control. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name.